Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. My name is Corrine Pettit, and today's episode, sponsored by Celgene, will present a special patient story about finding a treatment that worked for her. This episode is being offered as a way for you to hear directly from Celgene and may contain information about a Celgene-offered product. From time to time, we'll share sponsored content that we think is of benefit to those with psoriatic disease. NPF encourages everyone living with psoriatic disease to work with their healthcare provider to find an appropriate treatment that works for them. NPF does not offer medical advice, and this podcast should not be considered an endorsement of any particular treatment. The patient presenter on today's program, Sarah, is speaking on behalf of Celgene Corporation. Please see the podcast description for links to the important safety information and full prescribing information for Otesla, also known as a Premolast, for episode S1. Well, welcome, Sarah. So you're a very busy woman, a freelance writer, a world traveler, and even an avid fly fisherman. You were also diagnosed with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis in 2016. Thanks so much for being here today to share your story about living with this disease and finding a treatment that works for you. But first, I'm curious, how did you get into fly fishing? My husband introduced me to the sport years ago when we first started dating. I became obsessed with it. I know that may sound odd to people who've never tried it because you're literally wearing a big rubber suit called waders and heavy rubber boots. Oh, and carrying a fishing rod that's nine feet long or longer, all while trying to balance on slippery rocks and cast your line out into the water just to catch a fish. It's really challenging physically. And you have to understand, I'm a petite five foot four woman, probably not your average fly fisherman. But after that first trip, I fell in love with the whole process. When you catch a fish, it's exhilarating. I always practice catch and release, but there's still such a sense of accomplishment. And even if you don't catch a thing, you've had an amazing experience. There aren't too many sports where you can fail and still feel like you've won. Fly fishing is like that. It's just an incredibly peaceful activity because you're in these really beautiful remote places. You can't fish if you're stressing over work or the bills or whatever. Okay, so I have to know, what's the biggest fish you've ever caught? I caught and released a beautiful golden dorado in northeast Argentina on the Piranha River in February of 2018. She was 19 pounds and 33 inches. I bet she's even bigger now. So you mentioned Argentina. Do you do fly fishing in other countries? We've fished all over the world, including South America, England, and Iceland. In fact, we were on a fly fishing trip in Belize when I got married. Oh, those are really amazing places. Uh, but I never thought of fly fishing as being romantic before. Uh, so now I'm trying to imagine how you manage having plaque psoriasis while wearing those waders. Does your psoriasis get in the way? Fortunately, today my plaque psoriasis is being managed with the help of my doctor. It was a real challenge to do a lot of things when psoriasis was flaring up. Imagine going on a camping trip and having to bring creams and topicals when you're out in the middle of the wilderness. Believe me, that was not my idea of getting away from it all. Fly fishing is about being present in the moment and not overthinking. 
The persistent itching and flaking definitely disrupted my zen. So what was it like living with psoriasis when you were first diagnosed? For me, it started with my scalp. I thought I had dandruff. Even after I was diagnosed, I was really naive about psoriasis. I thought I could just go to the drugstore and pick up something and take care of it. I tried changing my activities and my diet. Maybe I was taking too many hot showers or spending too much time outside or in a pool. I thought I must be doing something to bring this on. But no matter what I did, the psoriasis persisted. It was constant and really noticeable. So what did your dermatologist do or tell you? My dermatologist prescribed shampoos, creams, and foams that didn't work for me. But when he'd ask how I was doing, I always just said, fine. But I wasn't fine. There were days I would rub my elbows incessantly because they were so itchy. I was in denial about having psoriasis. I mean, I knew I had it, but I didn't want to let on how much it really affected my daily life. I'm the type of person who just makes the best of things. I don't complain. And there was a part of me that felt ashamed that I had this disease, like I did something to bring it on. Of course, there's nothing to be ashamed about when you live with psoriasis, but we hear similar feelings from so many individuals with psoriatic disease. Were you able to share what you were going through with your husband? Honestly, I didn't like to talk about it. Of course, he saw what I was going through. He was really worried about me. And while he didn't want to mention the elephant in the room, he could tell the psoriasis was driving me crazy. Plaque psoriasis is very visible and embarrassing. At one point, I had to put this oil around my hairline and then sleep in a disposable shower cap. So I'd climb into bed with that lovely look. Yeah, that's sexy. (laughs) Psoriasis certainly has a way of ruining the moment. Uh, My husband has psoriasis, so I truly understand. Uh, So what prompted you to try these new treatments? I knew what I was doing to treat my psoriasis wasn't working. Around the same time, I noticed commercials for psoriasis treatments, and it made me realize there were other options for treating psoriasis. There had to be another treatment to help me. And suddenly, I had hope. When a friend referred me to a new dermatologist, I decided to get a second opinion, and I'm so glad that I did. What was different about the new doctor? She immediately put me at ease. I was able to open up and really talk to her about what was going on with my skin, I told her I fantasized about shaving my head just to get some relief. I admitted that I missed flipping my hair and showing my bare arms. I also admitted that I'd been neglecting my health. Instead of glossing over my condition and saying it wasn't so bad, I finally admitted that it was driving me crazy and I asked for help. That must have been really difficult given what you mentioned earlier. I'm sure it was a relief to be honest with someone about what you were going through. So I'm curious, what was the doctor's response? She looked at me and said, let's try a different approach. And that's when she told me about Otesla, an oral treatment for moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. She said it was a pill, and I was excited to try it. So did you have any concerns about taking Otesla? For example, we know concerns about side effects often keep people from trying new therapies. My dermatologist had other patients on it, and she told me that there may be side effects, such as diarrhea, headache, nausea, weight loss, and depression. Otesla can also interact with other medications, so she checked with my other doctors before prescribing it for me. I started taking one pill a day and worked up to the recommended dosage of two pills a day. My doctor told me it could take four months before I noticed a difference, and I gradually began to see changes. 
My scalp finally started to feel like it was getting better. A Tesla was a little rough on my tummy. I had a bit of diarrhea at first. Everyone responds differently, and it's important to talk to your doctor if side effects occur. So at what point did you know that Otezla was working for you? Within four months, my skin had improved. I now have elbows and a scalp that look and feel healthier. I don't obsess about wearing colors that won't show flakes. There are times I forget I even have psoriasis. I'm grateful to be on an oral therapy that works for me personally. I can travel to beautiful, pristine places without having to worry about how I'm going to treat my psoriasis. So now you can really get away from it all. Uh, Now that managing your psoriasis is not causing extra stress, how have things changed? Today, I'm present and mindful. I'm confident in being a wife, a writer, and a volunteer. I feel better knowing that I have a treatment that's working for me. It's critical to me to give back. I volunteer with some really spectacular organizations. Teaching breast cancer survivors how to fly fish is one. Fishing gets them out of their own heads and into the outdoors and is therapeutic in so many ways. The motto of the organization is, to fish is to hope. A quick story. There was a woman who was a blackjack dealer at one of the casinos in Atlantic City. She was sort of like me, an unlikely person to want to learn to fly fish. But she traded her high heels for rubber boots. She wanted to meet other people who had gone through something similar. She was shy at first, but over the weekend, she came out of her shell. On the last day of the retreat, when she caught a fish, she was so happy. It was a little sunfish, but it was such a big deal for her. She really grew over that weekend. I have no idea if she ever fly fished again, but what was so impressive was her ability to open up, meet a lot of people who she could relate to, and learn some new things about the natural world. That's a wonderful story. That sense of community is so important for people with psoriasis, too. So what final comments would you like to say to our listeners who are struggling to find the right treatment? I would tell them to keep looking and make sure they have a doctor who they can really be honest with about their symptoms. You have to be honest with yourself and your doctor. Don't just say, I'm fine, when you're not. And don't give up. There are a lot of options out there. Deciding what's important to you will help you find the right choice. Find something that fits into your lifestyle and what works. Whether it's fly fishing, volunteering, or both, stay positive and hopeful. Sarah, thank you so much for being here today and sharing your story. Thank you for allowing me to be here today. I really appreciate everything the National Psoriasis Foundation is doing to help people living with psoriatic disease. Well, thank you for that acknowledgement, Sarah, which leads me to my next statement. If you need help finding a physician or would like information about treatment options, please contact the National Psoriasis Foundation's Patient Navigation Center at 1-800-723-9166, option 1, or by email at education at psoriasis.org. Please continue listening for important safety information about Otesla. You can get the full prescribing information in our podcast episode description or by visiting otesla.com. Approved uses. Otesla, a premolast, is a prescription medicine approved for the treatment of patients with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis for whom phototherapy or systemic therapy is appropriate. Otesla is a prescription medicine approved for the treatment of adult patients with active psoriatic arthritis. Otesla is a prescription medicine approved for the treatment of adult patients with oral ulcers associated with Bichette's disease. Important safety information. You must not take Otesla if you are allergic to a premolast 
or to any of the ingredients in Otesla. Otesla can cause severe diarrhea, nausea, and vomiting, especially within the first few weeks of treatment. Use in elderly patients and the use of certain medications with Otesla appears to increase the risk of having diarrhea, nausea, or vomiting. Tell your doctor if any of these conditions occur. Otesla is associated with an increase in depression. In clinical studies, some patients reported depression or suicidal behavior while taking Otesla. Some patients stopped taking Otesla due to depression. Before starting Otesla, tell your doctor if you have had feelings of depression or suicidal thoughts or behavior. Be sure to tell your doctor if any of these symptoms or other mood changes develop or worsen during treatment with Otesla. Some patients taking Otesla lost body weight. Your doctor should monitor your weight regularly. If unexplained or significant weight loss occurs, your doctor will decide if you should continue taking Otesla. Some medicines may make Otesla less effective and should not be taken with Otesla. Tell your doctor about all the medicines you take, including prescription and non-prescription medicines. Side effects of Otesla include diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, upper respiratory tract infection, runny nose, sneezing or congestion, abdominal pain, tension, headache, and headache. These are not all the possible side effects with Otesla. Ask your doctor about other potential side effects. Tell your doctor about any side effect that bothers you or does not go away. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant, planning to become pregnant, or planning to breastfeed. Otesla has not been studied in pregnant women or in women who are breastfeeding. You are encouraged to report negative side effects of prescription drugs to the FDA. Visit www.fda.gov slash medwatch or call 1-800-332-1088. Please see otesla.com for full prescribing information. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. This sponsored episode was brought to you by Celgene Corporation. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.